So we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. If this is your first time with us, we have a few other great episodes, especially if you want to learn about Chris's background, my background, and how he and I met online. So we met in real life. I know I've told bits and pieces of this story before on our episode about age and dating, but I'm going to reshare it for the purposes of today's episode about whether men and women can be friends. Men and women cannot be friends because the sex always gets in the way. Thank you, Billy Crystal. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All-time favorite movies right there. Yep, Perfect. Me too. Go on. If you don't know, then maybe stop. Li- no. <laughs> I might recommend stopping for a second watching When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Anyway, so I went to a show by myself. I took myself on a trip to Seattle because, I don't know, I like hanging out with myself. I had, <laughs> I had never been there before. People joke, they, they kind of make fun of me because... I sort of consider everything on the West Coast one place, which I know is ridiculous. But I think I was actually out visiting you in L.A. Mm-hmm. to record a season of our podcast. And then I was like, might as well fly to Seattle. Yeah. Seems like it's so close. Makes sense. So I went to a show by myself and I met someone there. We were both sitting in the front row. I thought he was handsome and I was having a good hair day, I'll admit. <laughs> And he asked me if I bike or cycle. And I go, ugh, no, because I'm not really an outdoorsy person. (laughs) I didn't realize that was his way of hitting on me. And his friend whispers to me, I think he's trying to hit on you. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, well, I still don't cycle, but uh, I do other things. You know, it's (laughs) nice to meet you. So anyway, we start chit-chatting and uh, we end up going out for a drink after the show. And we had a great time. And we ended up going out again the next day. And then I flew home. And he told me he thought he would never hear from me again. But I don't know. I liked him. It's it's rare that you connect with someone so well in such a short period of time. I did have some hesitation. And I know I've mentioned this before. Uh, he's quite a bit older than I am, which I didn't realize at the time. Because <laughs> for being really honest, he looks good. I mean, he's, he's fit and looks good. So... I thought, you know, maybe this is worth pursuing. I'm not sure. So he actually visited me in Washington, D.C. a few months later for just a few days. And we had a great time, but I realized it wasn't the relationship for me. I thought we could be great friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, forget the fact right now that we're 3,000 miles apart. Hmm. I just, we get along great, but I, I, I thought in a more friendship manner. Sure. It would have been really hard to maintain a relationship anyway. Yep. So we talked about it. I mean, I was really honest and open, and, and he obviously understood. And we remained great friends. I can't even say that our talking diminished after we decided it wasn't going to be romantic or anything. I mean, we talked all the time, especially because the show I had gone to was a storytelling show, The Moth. And I'm really into storytelling on stage, telling true stories about my life. And I actually performed that night and my name got pulled out of a hat and his didn't. So the deal was, (laughs) the cute thing we did to go on that date was, if one of us doesn't get pulled out of the hat, we'll share our story after the show, Mm -hmm. which is how the date happened. So yeah, we maintained great communication and I knew he met someone 
at some point in the process. I mean, obviously, we're friends. We talk. I knew he met someone, and he seemed really happy, so I was obviously really happy for him. He told me about her, but before he had met her, he and I had actually planned to meet in Utah at Bryce Canyon for some sightseeing and things like that. I every year have a matchmaking and dating coach conference, which I didn't even know existed until (laughs) I started this job. But every few years we do it at this resort in Utah. And he and I had never been to Bryce Canyon. So I said, why don't you meet me? And we'll have fun and explore and hike. And then we went to Las Vegas for two days. (laughs) Because why not? In the time between us planning the trip and us going on the trip, he had met someone. So obviously, again, even though we were only friends, it was very clear. I mean, we both made it very clear that it was strictly platonic on this trip. And I asked him, is she okay with this? And he said yes. So I said, great. I mean, I didn't want to cancel his part of the trip, obviously. But, you know, I could understand if you don't want your new boyfriend traveling with someone else right sure so anyway we had a great time still maintained the friendship for another i don't know six months and i knew she didn't like me at least in theory and i knew it had nothing to do with me we've never met i'm a nice person but she didn't like that her boyfriend and i had ever had any kind of relationship friendship or otherwise and that we talked and that we text sometimes And we practiced our stories for each other because that's what we're both into. And I knew that was the case. I thought we could just pull back our friendship a little bit, you know, not talk as often, not text, whatever it was. But he called me one day and he basically said to me, we can't be friends anymore. My girlfriend has a problem with it. Her apparent rule was if we've ever had anything romantic, then we can't be friends. And I said, don't you have other female friends? Well, yeah, but we never went out. And I didn't know what that meant exactly, the extent to which we couldn't be friends. I mean, it was pretty finite, but I wasn't sure. And I told him I was sort of shocked by that, and I wanted to process it a little bit on my own. On the one hand, I respect him for doing this, and he has respect for his relationship. On the other, I'm livid, and I think it was such a cowardly move. I processed, and I told him that as much as I respect that choice... I hated it. I said, I will reluctantly not reach out to you anymore. And I didn't. And it flares up sometimes because, I don't know, I think it's hard to find really good friends who connect with you exactly where you are in life. Like, I'm a different person than I was at 22. And it's funny, I made a joke with him. I said, you know, I could wish you were younger, but you wouldn't be the same guy if you were 10 years younger. I want you in my life now with the experiences you've had and with what you add to this friendship and what I can add to this friendship. And I was really devastated by the ending of that friendship. And I remember, I mean, this is not that long ago. He liked one of my posts on Instagram or Facebook or something. And I got very upset about that. And I actually reached out to him via text and said, you can't have it both ways. We can't not be friends. And then you like my stuff online because that's hurtful to me. Sure. So I said, unfortunately, against everything I want, I'm going to have to unfriend you now. And I did. And that was that. And that's, I mean, that's my story. It's not a happy story. I cherish my friendships. And I mean, we all know that as we get older, it doesn't get easier to make friends. Also, I don't know this woman and I'm sure she's lovely, but I was looking at my friend, not friends, Facebook before we were not friends just to see what was up or maybe right after. I don't remember. Anyway, I noticed where there had been comments from her 
before there were no longer comments. And I'm like, that's weird. And it looked like she hadn't commented on anything. And I'm like, hmm. I checked. She had blocked me. Oh, wow. On Facebook. And it's like, what? I'm going to stalk her? It's, I don't. I would say yes. I would say that she thinks that you're going to stalk her to see what she's up to with your friend. And she doesn't want you to see. So she's blocked you. I have better things to do. I just thought that was for someone I've never met. I know, but this is all goes back to the insecurities, right? She's so insecure that she now thinks that you are going to stalk her and doesn't even comprehend the fact that you have way better things and to like, do. And like, I don't want to belittle the fact that maybe she went through something and this is a trigger, you know, and all of the things. But man, did I find that strange. Yeah, I can see why you find that strange. So here's another question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Do you have any guidelines for when you are okay with having opposite sex friends for instance if you've you've dated yeah so there's we've never dated there's we've only dated or went out maybe one or two times there is we've dated one or two times and we were intimate Mm. or there was we've dated you know for six months we had a relationship we had a relationship i think it's much harder to remain friends with someone when you had a relationship with that person because i mean there are feelings there and There's a lot of emotion there, and I think that's really tough. Now, I will say, I do think it's easier if both you and that person are in new relationships or a certain amount of time has passed. I think I was telling you earlier, in passing, I dated someone seriously, as serious as it can be when I was 22, and really nice guy. And to this day, we probably have lunch, I don't know, twice a year. You know, I ask him about his kids. He asks about my business. But we probably took a break in there of, I don't know how many years before we actually became friends. Yeah, I have a lot of female friends, which I've mentioned. None of those female friends are women who I have had long-term relationships with. All of the Mm long-term relationships, I no longer speak to them. Me neither, except for this one. And again, it was a really long time ago. Yeah. So I see both sides of the equation. As a woman, I guess as a person... I've been jealous before. You know, I had jealousy in a past relationship when my boyfriend at the time wanted to go out with this female friend who I knew he had had a a thing with. I've been on that side. I've been jealous. And now, coming from the other side, the friend who is no longer allowed to be friends, I look at myself and I'm like, was I ridiculous for being jealous? I mean, I think jealousy is normal. And I remember one of these past relationships said to me, and I was... I was pretty angry at the time when he said this. He goes, jealousy is not useful to me, so I washed it out of my life. Hmm. And I thought that was a very cold, strange thing Mm -hmm. to say. Is there validity to that? You know, because now being on this side, knowing full well that I have no nefarious intentions with my friend, it's bothersome. Well, look, we started this episode off talking about can men and women be friends. Right. Your story kind of shifts this question a little bit, and Mm -hmm. it's really not can men and women be friends. It's more can girlfriends and boyfriends accept their significant others from having opposite sex friends? Well, and I'll take it a step further. There are kind of two categories. Can men and women be friends if you haven't dated and if you have dated? Right. Because I think what came into play most here was... (laughs) Our two dates in Seattle and the brief period in D.C. Right. But even then, I would argue that, yes, the two of you could be friends. 
the two of you were not the reason that the friendship didn't work out. Correct. The reason that the friendship didn't work out was because of his new yeah, significant other. Yeah, but if, if he maintained a friendship with me, it would have made his life in his relationship miserable. So he chose. And look, I don't blame someone. <laughs> you pick the person <laughs> you're sleeping with, right? <laughs> I don't necessarily blame someone. I mean, if he's going to pick between me and her, he picks her. She's the girlfriend. Uh, completely understandable. But those are conversations and, and things that you have to align when you are meeting somebody new. And I will only say this, and then we can maybe take a little break and then come back and talk, really dive into it. I have a, a few stories myself. Sure. I have had multiple conversations with women who I've dated, and I have specifically asked do you have difficulties with opposite sex friends? And some of them have said, yes, that is a big issue for me. And some of them have said, no, I have no problems with that. And for me, I have a lot of female friends, a ton of female friends. Okay, Braggy McBraggerson. But, but I do. <laughs> and in each one of those situations, I have said, Especially if they say, I have a problem with it. I say, well, I'm not sure this is going to work out. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And it's funny. I was actually thinking, not that I should be listing people, but I was actually thinking of the male friends I do have. And it's funny. Most of them come about because we went out once or twice yep. and we weren't compatible yep. romantically. But I liked them enough as a person. I mean, I have a friend who I go whiskey tasting with yep. because while we couldn't date anymore and he lives with someone now... We still enjoy whiskey, and she doesn't, so it goes. I have a friend who comes to theater with me. He and I went out. Again, we're not compatible long-term or anything like that. Right. But I know he likes musical theater as much as I do, specifically Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> and so he can be my date for those things. Now, right. if he were in a relationship or I were in a relationship, I can't answer whether he would still be my date for that. Like, I don't have answers here. I'm just trying to get the words out because... I now see both sides of it in a way I didn't before. Sure. And so how about if we take a break? When we come back, I will share both sides, what you're you know, struggling with, because I have two stories, one from my perspective of having female friends, and then one from another perspective where I've dated somebody who had a guy friend and, and how that relationship kind of materialized. Perfect. Have you wanted to become a tutor or a therapist? Maybe you already have a growing tutoring business and just need a little help managing all of your customers. Oasis is an online tutoring management system that helps you to manage staff and students, create learning plans, progress reports, generate invoices, and streamline your entire business operation. If you are looking to take your tutoring or therapy business to the next level, Visit oasisonline.com. That's O A S E S online.com for a free demonstration. Oasis, the online tutor management system. Chris, I was thinking about it. If I were dating someone and they knew you and I were friends, for example, and they had a problem with that, I would say that's too bad. I would be nicer about it, but I would say, you know, Chris is somebody who goes way back. We've never had anything romantic between us. And I don't think I would want to be with a person who didn't want to, quote, allow that. Exactly. I mean, I would even take it to, a, in a sense, a more extreme version of that. If you were dating somebody and that person you were dating said, I am uncomfortable 
with you having a podcast with somebody of the opposite sex and you can't see Chris anymore. That would be the be, end. Right. Exactly. There'd and not be, of the podcast. Yeah, so. Exactly. There'd be no brainer, right? And that's what we're talking about, right? right? Is how much of that give and take can you allow? Right. You know, I think there's a few other things that we have to get into in terms of like rules, you know, those conversations that you have with your partner. But let me share two quick stories. Like you, I have dated a lot of women one time, you know, we've gone on one date, maybe two dates, and there just wasn't any compatibility for a long-term relationship. But out of that has materialized really strong friendships. I tend to friend people on Facebook who I've dated quicker when the relationship doesn't work out. I agree with that, actually. Because who cares who I, what you find? Exactly. Women who I'm interested in, I may wait to friend them yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, you don't Facebook. want to see the ex. Yeah, because I don't want them uh, instantly uh, stalking my entire feed exactly. to see who, what I've been up to. There have actually been, since I have dated and women who I have become friends with over those dates, I have found that I would say a good 10 of them have become married since, right? So Have I've, become married, have gotten married? <laughs> this, <laughs> about 10 of them have gotten married since we've dated. So I've seen the entire <laughs> spectrum, right? Like sure. yep. I've dated them, we became friends, they get married. One in particular is a extremely close friend. Okay. She has since gotten married, is extremely happy, and we still hang out. And I even go and hang out with her and her husband, mm -hmm. right? Why does that all happen? Because those individuals have said, this friendship was in existence before you, and I'm not going to lose that friendship right. because of you. That's a whole other thing. I mean, we right. haven't even talked about should you be making friends of the opposite sex when you're in a relationship. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So then there's another opposite extreme, which is I started dating a woman. And so we met online and <laughs> we started <laughs> dating. And I actually met her on Instagram. I Did you slide into, into her DMs? DM. Yeah. Anyway, I... I met her on Instagram. Uh, we started dating and she mentioned that she had a guy friend. Okay. Now, when she mentioned that she had a guy friend, I left it at that. I was like, that's fine. I have female friends. We're both on the same side. That's no worries. I then looked through her Instagram feed and I saw pictures of her with the guy kissing. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, okay, wait a second. Are you friends or were you dating previously the inconsistencies in the story started to mount mm -hmm. okay so then it was yeah we dated but it didn't work out so now we're just friends and that's all it is okay okay then all of a sudden one night i'm sending her a message what are you up to oh i'm at home oh well what are you doing at home oh the guy is there and he's with her in her bedroom and they're spending the night together okay, well, and that's everything else. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but again, the point is is that she was saying, no, but he's just a friend. Mm -hmm. The challenge is is what you are telling me is not aligning with what your actions are in that friendship. And so to me, I think one of the things we have to talk about is, can guys and girls be friends? Can men and women be friends? Yes, but you have to be honest about what that friendship really is. I agree with that. And I had some more thoughts as you were talking, actually. So I think part of it, and I don't know if you've ever read the book Attached, 
I think some of the concepts in there are valid about your attachment style, Have how some people have insecure attachment style. Mm-hmm. Sure. If you're inclined to have that kind of insecure attachment style, then you will have a harder time with your partner having friends of the opposite sex. But I also think a lot has to do with the partner who has that friend. So, for example, if this woman you're talking about, let's let's forget the fact that she was he was sleeping in her bed for a minute. Yeah. Let's say she said, hey, my friend Tony is coming over tonight. Uh, just wanted to let you know we're watching a movie. I'll be thinking about you the whole time. And I'll text you the minute he leaves. So that's giving validation to your partner. So I do think that really comes into play because in so much of a relationship outside of this topic even, it's how comfortable are you with your partner? Do you trust your partner? You know, obviously, if that partner is giving you more validation, you have less to worry about. Absolutely. But you have to be able to instill and build that trust. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I do with all of my female friends and when I enter into a relationship is I explain to my partner mm-hmm. who those friends are. Yeah, so like as an example with you, I would say You would oh. say, I got this hot chick. <laughs> she and I record together. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yes, all of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know I would explain, look it's Erica. This is where we met. This is how long ago we've been friends. This is what we do together. This is where we're going. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, you know, hide that stuff. I think the moment Nor you start, you. exactly, the moment you start hiding things yeah. is when you start to not trust somebody. Of course. The more honest and open and vulnerable you are about the relationship you have with somebody of the opposite sex, the easier and the more that trust will be built. Now I have a question. So let's say, let's say you do get jealous. Let's say you're a type who gets jealous or in this particular relationship, you're jealous when your partner goes out with someone of the opposite sex. There's a difference between expressing that jealousy and gritting your teeth and, you know, letting it happen because you respect and and trust your partner. There's a huge difference between that and saying you need to cut off this relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. I would have honestly respected my former friend who I talked about more if he had said, you know, we can designate times to talk. Don't randomly text me or anything like that. And, you know, if we ever do meet again, I want to bring my girlfriend, which I was excited to meet her, to be perfectly honest. But there's a big difference between setting the terms of a friendship and cutting it off. She could either say, you know what, I don't like it, but I'm not going to take away his friend from him or do what she did, which is ask him to stop being friends. I think I would be in the former camp of, you know, I don't love it, but at a certain point, if you're going to be with this person, you do have to trust them. And I have to believe that I added something to that friendship that was unique. I like to think I'm a unique person. And that makes me think, okay, if I'm dating someone who has a female friend, Maybe she adds that unique perspective. I don't think I'll like it, to be honest. You know, when it happens again, I'll probably need to be occupied that night. So I'm not thinking about it. I'm I'm being perfectly honest here. But I don't think I would ever say to someone, you can't be friends. Now, should the person, I know I'm going off on a rant, but should my partner at that point just give up the friendship without my asking? I don't have an answer. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff in here, right? Yeah. Um, one of those things you mentioned in your little rant <laughs> okay. was how comfortable would you be to introduce your partner to a female friend? Let's Wait, start with that, that again? one. Wait. <laughs> Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> 
How comfortable <laughs> would you be to introduce a friend? Is you friend? and me? Yeah, you okay. or me. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, let me. Sorry. Let me explain it another sorry, way. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm in a relationship with a female. Yeah. And you and I are friends. I would love to meet her. Exactly. Now, if I said, uh, I don't know if I really want to introduce you. Okay. Wouldn't that be a potential question or a red flag? No, I would think that you're trying that you want to maintain the friendship with me, but you know it would make your girlfriend upset. Okay, but see, I have a huge problem with that, right? Okay. From my perspective, if I'm going to have female friends and be in a relationship with somebody, I should have zero problems introducing my female friends to my partner. If I do, then I feel as if there's something else going on. And that's sort of the difference, right? Like, if your friend said to his new girlfriend, there's nothing going on. She's just a friend. Let's all get together. I'd like you to meet her. I wanted to, but that was out of the question. Right. That's her insecurities then. I know. And look, insecurities come from who you are and many times, oftentimes from past experiences. And I don't know the extent of either of their past experiences, if we're being honest. So, you know, maybe something happened to cause this. It, I think that's the case in most of this. I agree. Is, but look, I've been cheated on mm-hmm. multiple times. That doesn't mean that I have any more or less insecurities about a woman who I'm seeing having guy friends mm-hmm. or me changing the way I would react with my female friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get rid of friends no, who are in my life because... A woman who I'm seeing says they need to go. I agree. Because then what get, are you left with when you right, break up with that person? Right. I would leave the woman or I would explain to the woman that's not happening. Mm-hmm. So either you make the decision now if you're okay with it or not okay with it. Right. That's on you, not on me. Yeah, because look, I hope my friend, not friend, whatever he is now, I hope he's happy. And if they end up together, I think I hope they're happy. That's all I can say about that. But if they don't for some reason... Unfortunately, I will no longer be there. Yeah. Again, I think honesty is the best policy in this. You have to be honest with your significant other in terms of what that friendship is mm-hmm. and then make the decision what's more important, the friend or the relationship. When do you tell your partner that you slept with the friend? Because uh, I remember um, I did that once, maybe a, a long time into the relationship, <laughs> and I felt terrible. This may sound weird, but I do this with every single person who is a friend that I'm talking about. I am completely and totally transparent, especially Mm -hmm. if it's a person I'm seeing that I really genuinely want to be with. I say, this is Erica. We have not slept together. We are only friends. We do a podcast together. Mm -hmm. And yes, for the inquiry minds who are wondering, we have not slept together, right? We are friends. No. So we can be friends. I mean, I love you, but yeah. <laughs> no. I am honest. I can say, look, this is Michelle. We dated for two months. Yes, we slept together. You know, and this is what the result of a relationship is. She's in a new relationship. Right. I put all of it out on the table because I don't want there to be any questions and I don't want to have any, you know, secrets. I have a superficial question to yes. ask you. Do you think it makes a difference if you perceive the friend as more or less attractive than you are? 
And I know that's superficial, but I'm not going to lie. As women, we look at that female friend and think, oh, I'm better. Or, oh, she's prettier than I am. I, I hate to say that, but it's true. I know women do that. I don't think men do that. I mean, we do it all the time. Even when we're looking at online dating profile pictures and the guy has pictures with hot women, which don't do that. But we compare. That's yeah. It's what we do. Unfortunately, I wish that weren't the case, but... It is. For me personally, I just would rather know what the real situation is. You know, if, if you've slept with them in the past, then tell me you've slept with them. I don't really care as long as I can trust you. You yeah. know, the, I know from a guy's perspective, when we go back to the first thing I said when Harry met Sally, men and women can't be friends because the sex always gets in the way. From a man's perspective, that tends to be true. The first thing we tend to think of is not, oh, is the guy more attractive? It's, is she going to end up with him? Is mm-hmm. he going? To, is she going to sleep with him or mm-hmm. kiss him or any number of things? That's what's going through our head. How about another way to look at this? How about the thresholds of a relationship? Meaning, at what point in time does it become uncomfortable for you, for him to... Like, we talked about having a friend who he has slept with. Is that uncomfortable to you or are you okay with that? Or is it, are you more comfortable knowing that they've never slept together? I'd be lying if I told you it didn't affect me if I knew that. Of course it affects me. Of course I think, oh, he was attracted to her once. That means he's still attracted to her. I know how men work. Mm -hmm. I don't think that attraction goes away. Yeah, it would affect me. However... I'm still in that camp of rather than saying, I don't want you to, I would never say, I don't want you to be friends. I would say, you know, I don't feel great about it, but I'm not going to stop you from being friends with someone. So I trust you. It is what it is. And then we get back to, it's up to him to decide to what extent to see this friend. How does that change when you date somebody who has potentially been married and is still very close friends with their ex-wife. That weirdly bothers me less. I don't know why. I mean, especially if they have to co-parent. I'd rather they be friends than hate each other. True. Hating each other, I think, would be way worse for the new relationship than people who can co-parent or people who can remain friends. In that case, you know they gave it a fair shake. So I actually think there's less to worry about there. Of course, I always run into the issue where I meet somebody online and she says that she is divorced and happily divorced, but then you find out later that they're still living together. I have a whole other... (laughs) I I actually have a whole other topic on this that we'll talk about in one of our Q&A episodes. But let's just talk about the flip side for just a second before we wrap up. I dated someone who was so comfortable with me having male friends. He was basically like, yeah, do whatever you want. And towards the end of that relationship, I went to a a trivia night or something. And I got asked out by somebody. And I said, you know, sorry, I'm in a relationship. He looked me up online and asked if I would have a platonic drink. I, to be perfectly honest, wanted my boyfriend at the time to say no. Mm -hmm. I wanted him to be a little jealous. He's like, I don't care what you do. And I went on this drink, and it was platonic, obviously. And I almost wanted, like, a little bit of, like, no, I don't want you to, or, I don't know. And I don't know how that fits into all of this. I mean, basically, people are weird. We're all crazy and nuts and interesting and eccentric. Well, I think on some (laughs) level, you still want to be wanted. Of course. And I think what you're alluding to is that maybe on some level... 
by him brushing you off and saying, ah, oh, go do whatever you want. And, ah, oh, I don't really care. And, yeah, you no, can have your friends. No, he didn't say I don't care. It was just, it made me feel like he didn't exactly. care. When, in reality, I was really happy that, I mean, overall, I like that attitude more because, obviously, he trusted me. Yeah, but, but that gets back, all the way back to what you were saying, is jealousy healthy in a relationship? But, yeah, I don't know if jealousy in its raw form is good for a relationship, but... I think what it represents can have a benefit to the relationship, which is, you know, they still care. You know, they still want you. They know that you are still desired. I'm really glad we talked about this. I think it's an important topic and sometimes real talk is necessary. I agree. Thanks for listening. <laughs>